Welcome back, everybody, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast of the Metroplex, celebrating producer Steve Wilson. <laughs> Two million plays of this podcast. This must be one of the most popular food podcasts in Texas. Yeah, Congratulations. It's like, it's like a, our 139th episode. So. 139 <laughs> moments of joy. Right. Try, to, try, to have all those in, <laughs> try to have all those in small courses. That little chuckle you heard there was our special guest today for this. Uh, really, I, I can't believe that we have hit this many plays. Thank you for listening to so many podcasts over so many years with so many different hosts and so much talk about burgers and barbecue <laughs> and everything else in Terry county so today we are celebrating a very special place whereas jameli is do i have it right yes the, the restaurant with uh, chef tim love who has put fort worth on the national map and has made everybody in fort worth famous including sometimes the eats beat podcast for uh, <laughs> for for you know doing everything to to talk about fort worth and all things fort worth and Fort Worth food. Uh, Tim, we are in the, what do you call this, the porch? The yeah, a little, I guess you could call it the back porch or like the stage of the backyard at uh, Jamele. Yeah, and, and Jamele, uh, go ahead and, and explain the, the restaurant and the name. Yeah, Jamele is uh, a dedication to my uh, daughters who are identical twins, and um, Jamele means twin girls in Italian. Yeah, from what I saw, Jamele is the word for any kind of a, of a pair. So if you have a matched set of anything, it's it's a Jamele, but it's mostly used for twins. That's right. And, uh, you know, if you spell it with an I, it, it's the male version of it. As we know, most European languages have a female and a male version. And so uh, doing a bunch of research, uh, we discovered uh, Jamele, which was worked out perfect because at one point, uh, the working name of the restaurant was going to be Ella and Anna's, <laughs> and, uh, which is, you know, I've always felt like... Um, kind of american italian restaurants a lot of times seem to have two words you know like you know tim so, and tony's or you know whatever yeah. it might be so well, i was going to call ellen anna's and then i wanted to, to to really bring it to be a little more italian and um you know jamele just seems you know of course it seems perfect now but did, I, you know did you the, think about having the city change this to italian settlement road would that have yeah been <laughs> exactly that would have been excellent actually yeah. uh uh, you know, it's such, it's such a unique location. Um, you know, it has a lot of uh, a lot of the characteristics of of what Woodshed did before we built Woodshed, and, and one of those things. Yeah, you've become the river guy. The yes, guy, exactly the guy right. Who built the great restaurants along the rivers. Oddly enough, um, everything I own in Fort Worth is on the river. Um, so, uh, Lonesome Dove on Marine Creek, of course. That's right, Lonesome Dove, Love Shack, White Elephant, all yeah. on Marine Creek, yeah. and. Uh, it's just you know it's a it's a great asset for the city I feel like and it's a good opportunity to show it off and, and these properties are kind of really weird properties until you I feel like put the right fit into them and uh, then also they turned into great properties. Well, before we get too far, if people are wondering, Jamelli is at forty four hundred White Settlement Road uh, at the corner of I think it's Isbell out here and the the uh, and it's just after you cross the first uh, bridge on the West Fork. Uh, coming west from downtown on White Settlement Road, you make a curve and then you come down and cross uh, and cross one bridge, the lower bridge, yeah, on, right. on on the West Fork, and then it's uh, down to the right. And uh, this has been here 60 years. It was a convenience store. It's been a bar and saloon. It's been something that was down in the river bottom for <laughs> yeah. years, and it was Froggy's Boathouse, and it was. Uh, it's had a. It's had a very colorful history. But before this was built. 
all these uh, river bottom lands were farmlands for the Greek immigrant communities that came and, and farmed vegetables here, which is so interesting now that you brought it back to the farm. Yeah, and you know, oddly enough, I didn't really know that until I started building and did some research. But it is kind of interesting how, as we all know, history always seems to come full circle. And uh, I will attest to the fact that the building is old, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what is, what is, everybody that said, oh, no, you know, people heard that you might be coming in here, and everybody's first reaction was, oh, no, he couldn't possibly be going there. Yes, <laughs> you know, exactly. It's too run down. Yeah. So what all did you have to do here at Jamelli? It looks beautiful now, we should say. Yeah, and you have it's, a, it's a very, giant, very green. It's you very have a green. giant garden patio. You brought in all these plants. You have games. You have a very family-friendly uh, you know, garden environment here. What did you have to do to fix this up? Well, we, you know, the the space, um, I felt like it had good bones just when I walked in and the way I see it. I've been looking at the property for a long time. I live, you know, just 600 yards away, 500 yeah. yards away. So uh, I the run by here all the time. Yeah. Here, yeah. And I, you know, we've had to do a ton. So unfortunately it was sat vacant for a while. And so it had a lot of people uh, vandalized the building so basically he'd already stripped it of everything for us are you sure it wasn't like that before because i kind of remember right? yeah it was a, it may have been a little stripped down before too but it was really stripped down we got him to the fact where they even all the plumbing was taken out of the walls um, wow so uh we did do a lot that of work. was during that fraternity party about no not <laughs> yeah exactly uh so we, we we really did a complete it was basically down to studs in fact we tore out all the ceilings and redid the ceilings um redid the roof i mean bottom up and uh then the, the grounds we had to regrade all the grounds to get the the movement of the water right and things like that and then build the beds and i've been doing these type of beds at my house uh for almost 10 years so i know what grows and what doesn't grow and so we, we had a good head start on that this is a big project for you it's a different kind of project after 20 years of of being the the north side steak guy and then the the woodshed uh, you know global barbecue guy yeah. uh, this is another kind of restaurant uh, it's not just a pizza restaurant but pizza's kind of the centerpiece that's right and um i i really there's a lot of heart and soul in this restaurant I, I'm, italian food is a, a big passion of mine um and you know it's more about waiting for the right moment in order to do it i mean as you know we've we did an italian pop-up a while back that was really really successful and uh, I've worked with Joe Bastianich a bunch, and I've done a lot of, yeah, a lot of a lot of Italian gigs You've with a lot of great lot. Italian people, and um, you know, learning along the way as much as I can, which I'm still doing. And then, I think the trip that we I took my family to the Amalfi Coast this past summer, and um, I think that was kind of the solidifier for me of like just getting the vibes and the feel of of you know that culture and and wanting to bring it to fort worth you know my hometown of course what's something we see on the menu that you have been wanting to do for a long time and and finally got found a place to put it on the menu cacio pepe for sure i mean it's one of my favorite dishes in the world i think it's one of the hardest dishes in the world to cook properly um so uh my kids love it uh it's kind of a you know, it's the it's the very fancy version of buttered noodles, if yeah. you will. Although there's not much butter in the dish, everybody thinks it's got a ton of butter in it. It's really um, the technique of creaming pecorino cheese with water, mm -hmm. and um, so it's water, black pepper, pecorino cheese, and yeah, pasta. Pasta, cheese, and pepper. Cheese yeah. and pepper pasta. The um, and then the pizza is not from Italy; it's from Detroit. But what's that style? And yeah, Detroit style that. pizza. It's um, it's a very it's. It is a thicker crust, although it's not what people 
would normally think of as thick crust. It's it's a light and airy but thicker crust and very crispy edges. And to get that, uh, you have to make the dough is very wet. So unlike most pizza dough, uh, when you roll it, you flour it. This pizza dough, you oil it when you when you roll it. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason for that is it's a very loose dough. And when I say wet, if you think about if the greatest baguette you've ever had in your life, the way you get that is throughout the cooking process, they're misting it with water. And when the water and the steam reacts with the heat is what causes the crispy crust of the baguette. Okay. So the same principle applies with this dough. We make a really wet dough, and as it cooks, because it evacuates the steam, it causes the, the, the crust to crisp, and it causes a whole different kind of situation in the dough. It's totally different. I mean, we, lately we've had more of the Neapolitan-style pizza places come in with the the, the, uh, the crust, a little bit of the burn around the crust and all this. We're here the the burn is on the bottom and yeah. but the crust is so light and it, it uh, you know it, it's it's like a, a big uh, biscuit with a, a good little bit of of, uh, yeah. of burn to the crust yeah now i think breaking news here is that you also have chicken on the menu that's, that's true <laughs> is there a, is there a chicken story because you don't have chicken at the witch yeah we don't have chicken hardly anywhere um always felt like uh especially it really goes back to the days of lonesome dove and fine dining i feel like Having chicken at a restaurant like Lonesome Dove, uh, while it's delicious, um, you know, it's hard for me to charge the money I have to charge at a, a place where we have all these extra service items and, and things like that. So, like, I think chicken is, is should be uh, a comforting meal that is not pricey. And um, so this was the restaurant to have the opportunity to do it. And... Um, I have to say the chicken's pretty darn good. It's, <laughs> we, we preserve lemons for over a month, and then we puree them with garlic, rub the chicken that we spatchcock, which means we take the spine of the bird out and split mm-hmm. it open, and then we roast it in a 500-degree oven so it gets really, really crisp and yet juicy, so it cooks very quickly. And when I say quickly, it takes about 22 minutes, but you think cooking a whole chicken in 22 minutes mm-hmm. is pretty darn fast. Yeah. Well, that was like the first thing Bud told me about when uh, the chicken was really good. He says, like, the best chicken he's had. Everybody, I mean, uh, uh, he said you put more work into that chicken than any baked chicken we've ever had. Everybody has a a baked chicken or some sort of of chicken dish, but you put more work into that. And you talked about the lemons and the garlic and everything, but it's, I mean, gosh, this is one of the most elaborate baked chickens (laughs) I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, um, we wanted to have... The kitchen's very, very small here, and um, we wanted to have some sort of consistent dish that uh, the neighborhood people could come in and, and, and not be expensive. I mean, you, you can get a whole chicken, and I think it's $32, and it'll definitely feed, you know, a family of four. And, I mean, that's $8 a person. I mean, you really can't you can't beat it. You come in and get, you know, a couple iced teas, or maybe you guys, you know, the parents share a bottle of wine, and you're out of here for, you know— hmm. 55 or 60 bucks that's, that's important and you hear a whole chicken 32 dollars but it does feed a family of four the pastas are 12 the sandwiches are are up 12 13 yeah. you have specials in the 18 19 range and so you can't get a half a chicken too so if right. you, you don't have yeah. a family of four you know yeah. like uh, you know me and my wife can come here and get a half a chicken and get a yeah. half a chicken for right. 22 so everything about the prices uh, is a uh, i think the pricing is super approachable yeah. and we're, we're really proud of that i mean we make all the pasta here uh, i mean yesterday i I rolled out, I think, 40 orders of linguine and like 60 orders of cacio or of the gemelle pasta. I mean, I'm rolling pasta for two and a half hours yesterday, 
but you know, I got to be honest with you, it's a little bit therapeutic, so uh, it's kind of fun, and it's a new thing for me, so I'm really into it. I want to ask you about steak. Uh, growing up in in the Denton area, you know, I, I know you went to some of the country steakhouses, uh, and Fort Worth was famous for all these cowboy steakhouses. Yeah. But really, when it came down to it, the steaks weren't that good at some of these steakhouses. <laughs> you you came along and you delivered. At Lonesome Dove, probably the, to a lot of people, the best steak they'd ever had in Fort Worth, the garlic stuffed tenderloin. Oh, yeah. And now you've defined Jamelli with a Saturday night special, too, that's kind of a large, blunt object of, uh, you know, really spectacular. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little ounce. bit of a showstopper. I, you know, um, no matter how much we, we a do. A 42 I, ounce porterhouse. It's a 42 ounce porterhouse. It's very, very, very Tuscan. Um, but some people don't know about you know Tuscany is that it's really known for their meat. Um, you know it's a big leather place because of the meat. Um, so I was like, you know what, we got to do something. Obviously, we have to do a steak somewhere. Um, but so I was like, well, let's just go for it. And it's if you have a big group, that's yeah. that's what you want to get. Um, again, it is pricey, but it, it, the meat's really really good. Um, it's a forty-two ounce porterhouse for ninety dollars. But a whole table to share at six or eight people can share. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what it's meant to be, right? Yeah. You want to get some pastas, and and then get get the porterhouse and share it all and have three or four bites a piece, which is perfect in my yeah. opinion. Uh, but it, we sear it very very hot and then uh, let it rest for about twenty minutes. Uh, we finish it back in the oven and then we top it with all the herbs out of the garden. So uh, it's mint, basil, thyme, uh, oregano. Um, rosemary and Italian parsley, flat leaf parsley. And we toss that around with red wine vinegar, grilled lemon juice, fresh olive oil, and then top that with really finely shaved crispy garlic. It's really, really good. That's Saturday. I was yeah, just Saturday. Looking at that, looking Your that Saturday up. scheduled steak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if, he, oh. if you're one of some of the people who grew up in Fort Worth at loving the steak at sardines mm -hmm. or that now goes to Campisi's to get the steak, this is the 21st century version. Yeah. <laughs> the really great Italian steak. Well, I meant like at Woodshed, you used to do a large steak to share uh, that's right uh, originally and that was one of my favorite things so this 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 is gonna be great yeah is this a uh, and what cut of beef this is a porterhouse from it's just a angus cut or it's oh, a, a prime porterhouse it's a prime porterhouse uh -huh. okay so it's a, a super steak i mean really and that's that's saturday nights only probably after five o'clock or something correct saturday nights. Uh -huh. so you you know for father's day you can't have it on father's day you can bring dad out the night before that's exactly right saturday yeah. night so bring dad out for the big super steak uh, now you, the couple of you have a lasagna on Monday. You have a grilled octopus on Thursday, on the daily specials, and even down to the the antipasti, the the, uh, the crudo, and the the even the little your little fried nosh platter, the the cheese sticks and eggplant sticks. I mean, we you know that even tasted better than anywhere else. So, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, you know, yeah, dinner, Thank you. I mean, I dinner here the other night with you, know, which I was a, someone else's guest here the other night, but we. Uh, but uh, you know, very kind. But the uh, but you know everything we had was really impressive. And so the things that, that I and I noticed too, a lot of your other restaurants when they open up, people start jumping on them right away and saying, "Oh, it's not that." Well, this one the criticisms have been pretty thin, and the praise has been tremendous. People who have come here have you know just uniformly uh, loved it and talked about it and recommended it. And uh, that's why the only complaint people have is there's not enough parking. That's a good complaint. Yeah, exactly. And we're working on that, oddly enough. So I think we're going to get a little bit more parking here soon. But, I mean, we have 40 spaces. 
You know, there's plenty of Vespa parking. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> I saw that. We have, room, we have room for 10 Vespas. So <laughs> I saw the Vespa get parking yourself a moped and, you, and you park right at the front door. <laughs> that's right. Have so, the Uber bring you down. That's right. Now, you're, since you have this kind of uh, uh, daughters, twins thing going, are they going to be hanging around here a lot? Uh, yeah, they, they work three to four nights a week. Uh-huh. This is their first job. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very adamant about people about my kids working so uh-huh. t has been working at woodshed uh for a year now mm-hmm. um he's 17 so uh he works he has school and baseball most of the time and he has a lot of baseball but he doesn't have anything on sunday so he works every sunday mm-hmm. uh but he's also bar backed here uh, a couple nights we were so busy on friday and saturday night i had him mm-hmm. come in and, and bar back and the girls will uh are the greeters and hostesses they um you know, I think it's. I just. I'm so adamant about uh-huh. about working. I, I don't care well, what you got going well, you, on. Yeah, I mean, like you, uh, you had Queenies, you know, with your mom. That's so, right. I mean, yeah. So, so the, my mom doesn't work, but she does hold court really well. well yeah. so. <laughs> we uh, we tend to talk more about food, but I want you to talk about the craft cocktails because that's, that's something yes. else. You know, and the Aperol and all the the drinks. So talk about them. Yeah. So we want. You know, I had a goal with this restaurant to make uh, the Aperol Spritz the drink of the summer. Um, and as everybody knows, I love tequila and love margaritas, so I don't want anybody to think you, you that, have that, your own tequila, that, that, don't you? Yeah. that has become clear, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but so you know, with the with this restaurant, and and when I talk to the team, you know, if we're going to make an Italian restaurant, we need to make an Italian restaurant, and so we built a bar specifically for Aperol to to get people to try it, understand it, know what it is, um, and tell people about Aperol. Aperol is a, a bitter aperitif cocktail. So, um, in in Italy, and, and it's, it's not cliche. Um, you have an Aperol spritz or a Campari and soda before dinner. That's just what you do. And also, the great thing about it is you can sit outside and have a few Aperol spritz or a few Campari and sodas, and they're not high alcohol drinks. They're just really tasty, and the bitterness is great for your palate. Not to be really foody or anything, but that bitter is really good to open your palate before you eat and so um and it's just a delicious cocktail it's not too sweet uh and we did a frozen version of it which i have to say is absolutely yeah. incredible it's really really good and really fun so you know you come out to the backyard and have a couple aperol spritz and enjoy yourself a little bit before you sit down for dinner um so we have a lot of italian forward cocktails so we have an italian version of a margarita if you will called the bittersweet mm-hmm. uh that has the uh, bitter liqueur in it with the tequila and you, uh, you have a roma whiskey drink you have a you have a good you know little selection yeah the bittersweet is, is uh everybody wants to come try that yeah it's really good and the the limoncello spritz i have to say is very delicious so we make our own limoncello here we also make our own amaro we also make our own vermouth um all very fun stuff uh, and uh my beverage director and she does or anna excuse me does an amazing job with the cocktails so it's really you know the experience is whole at Jamele, and that's um, it's the same thing that we, we say with Woodshed. The experience needs to be whole. You need to feel like you immerse yourself into the culture of what the food needs to be. So it's not just the food. The food is, uh, quite frankly, you know, what I've learned more and more over uh, getting older, the food is very important, but it's only a portion of, of what the dining experience is, and, and it's you have to come holistically into it the music has to be right i mean my wife does a playlist now it's like her newfound talent when she uh, had her accident she's been really amazing with the playlist redone all of our playlists and it's just that 
We had I some, noticed that the other night. I had a great playlist. Yeah, and uh, you know, I said on the menu it says Emily's on the ones and twos. And yeah. You have to be older to know what that means, but they, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really fun. And and I had some people say, "Well, the music seems a little bit loud." I'm like, "Just relax. It's actually not too loud. You you, you have a, it seems loud, but really you're just immerse yourself into it because we want people to come here and have fun and enjoy." The experience and then want to come back and do it again in a different sense maybe sit in a cabana maybe come down and have a drink well, we, i know that you talk about this all the time in the in the industry with chefs but that's become our shared experience because people order their all everything they go shopping for they used to meet when they were out shopping or in shopping malls or shopping centers now they order it all delivered to their house but they go out we socialize at restaurants and so restaurants have become more than just a place to have dinner or a place to get a margarita they have become the whole experience and that's when we leave our homes and see friends we do it at restaurants and the, the, the uh, importance of restaurants has risen in culture as shopping has dwindled and so yeah 100 percent something like this has to be the uh, this is not just let's grab let's grab dinner this is saturday night now yeah it is and and that we want people to feel like that right like take your time i mean the restaurant's small and so you know we've had uh, to your point we've had complaints that the, the wait's too long i'm like you know <laughs> I've built a place for you to enjoy yourself while you wait. So yeah. just come at it with a better attitude is all I'm saying. Like yeah. I, I go to play, when we go to places in Italy, it's packed and you know, the, the maitre d' be like, well here, I mean, one time we were in the streets of Rome and, and the guy comes, he puts a tablecloth on top of these boxes outside and he just brings a couple of glasses of wine and goes, just relax, we'll get you down in a little bit. You're like, yeah, perfect. Like come with a better, come with a really good attitude when you go out to dinner because like you said, we ne- this is our place to socialize so enjoy it like yeah. don't don't fret upon it and enjoy the fact that a we have restaurants that are busy in the city which you know a lot of cities don't yeah. and um you know congratulate when you go out to these places that are busy and and tell them thank you because they're, they're working very very hard and and you know i'm a big supporter of all the restaurants here in this town and and i i think people need to come with that attitude of like thank you for setting up such great places you know yeah you can talk the lines at joe t's for the first time in my lifetime have started turning the corner on the 25th they go to the end of the block on commerce and then actually turn back toward maine sometimes which yeah is a pretty patio day people go out to spend the day and that person at the end of the line isn't complaining said ah oh, the line's too long they're out there they've planned five hours they're going to come out there and have a long yeah, have a couple afternoon. margaritas while you wait to get your yeah, table and, yeah. and socialize with your friends it's the same thing you'll be doing at the yeah. table anyway so. yeah it's fun and this, <laughs> this is a fun setting too uh it is by the way of course the idea that people would be waiting in line to get into a restaurant in the River District is, is revolutionary. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that <laughs> may mean, be so. And the fact that people are, you know, the uh, you, you are the next in line out here after uh, Salsa Limon and Lettuce Cook and the, the new barbecue place down the road. Yeah. And uh, so the fact that people are coming over here now and uh, and lining up to enjoy dinner is a, a great another stroke forward for the river district just like you really gave um, the woodshed area a boost and uh, of course all the university park village west bend development really made it take off up the river but you know woodshed was one thing that got people thinking yeah this river could be good and then after that came press cafe and some of the other developments yeah we we opened up woodshed to to a lot of why do you want to open up on the Trinity River and you know blah blah blah? And then now it's like they yeah. can't get enough stuff on the river, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it sparked that. That's you know, but as you know, we we've been around Fort Worth a long time. You've been around Fort Worth a lot longer than me, but um, you know, it's 
I just I get a lot of joy out of seeing you know the development after you know you, you you step out on a limb and try something new and then you see things follow behind it and it's it's um it's very satisfying like to see all the great talent that, that Fort Worth is starting to get and and people taking risks I mean like the hot box biscuit club and like things like that that you see happening Releasing a space right yeah Juan Jaramillo's place that's that Magdalena's I mean right. I love seeing all these guys and a lot of them have worked for me over the years which is even even you know more refreshing I love seeing them go out and you know Ben with his he's got the triple b biscuits the new biscuit place and fixture yeah. he you know he had some time with me that for a cherry while. pie on a biscuit that's a pretty revolutionary dessert yeah the east side it's really good yeah so it's just you know it's good to see it really really is good to see and um as we develop more we're going to attract more talent and we should say you know what would people what do people need to know about anything new or different at woodshed lonesome dove love shack white elephant oh goodness uh you know the love shack of course people forget that we have live entertainment at love shack i mean on a nice day it's there's nothing better than having a nice cold beer and 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 a couple burgers and listening to some tunes you know they're for free and uh the white elephant is just i tell you the white elephant when i bring people from out of town so we've had a lot of people from la and new york lately looking at the restaurant and we take them to the white elephant they've just never seen anything so authentic and i i tell you this all the time there's there's no honky tonk in the world that compares to the white elephant it is literally the definition of a honky tonk right and uh so there now we have a new program there it's uh that you can go in and actually have a um recording it's like karaoke but we record it so you can play a song and we have a two camera set we produce the whole thing for you download it and we can pick any song you want and it comes with a t-shirt and all it's a really cool experience so this is your song live at the white elephant yeah yeah it's really really fun so (laughs) we just started that um where you, you, we really set it up so we, we mix it for you and uh, it comes with this little cool package and so mm-hmm. you can walk away and say, I sung my song at the White Elf and you pick whatever song you want. So that's cool. And then at the Woodshed, of course, uh, this is prime season for Woodshed and uh, we have a new, what we call the Piggy Punch. Uh, this amazing tableside punch that we make, bring a big cart by and make this big punch for you. It's great for groups. Uh, people are really loving that. And then Lonesome Dove, uh, we're due for a new menu change here coming soon. But I got to tell you, Lonesome Dove, the food is just tremendous. Um, the chef there is doing an amazing job. Uh, all the Lonesome Doves, oddly enough, are doing really, really well. And the really, Lonesome really Dove well. hours have changed. It's open different lunch and dinner Yeah, so we now. have lunch only Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday lunch. Friday and Saturday Which lunch. Which is one of the best lunches in town to take people for a nice, quiet lunch in a, in a pretty place with good food friday and saturday lunch at lonesome dove yeah and we have do a prime rib special it's uh it's really tremendous it's 16 dollars for 16 ounce prime rib it's really awesome and a half price bottle of wine on friday lunch and then i mean it's the greatest place in the world mm-hmm. to go have lunch and then go get some boots at letty's that's like that's like the experience still have the lava cake there oh yeah we have yeah steve says very very hesitantly do you still have the yeah the ancho chili chocolate cake right, right. that's what we want iron chef with right. we can't take it off the menu right. exactly yeah yeah and we should talk about we we've been talking about all your local stuff tell us about national tim and everything national tim's doing that four wheels should be proud of oh okay well we just uh, signed a big deal with live nation which is awesome uh we're launching woodshed smokehouse kiosks at all the outdoor Live Nation venues. Uh, so we started it in Dallas, uh, which is the first one. Then we go to Jones Beach in New York, and then we go to Tampa, and then we're, we'll settle there for the first half of the season. The second half of the season, we add 10 more, and then by 
2020 will be at all 42 outdoor locations for Live Nation. So we're very, very proud of that. We, excuse me, we're cooking on site. So it's the first time ever we have, we have full smokers set up and roasted whole pigs on site at the venues. It's been very well received in Dallas so far. We've been the highest selling um, concession stand for yeah. them so far, the first four shows. Um, we um in the development where we have breakfast tacos at 600 stores for pilot Petro, flying J. yeah that's right pilot, pilot flying J. 600 Sorry. stores now we're selling around fifty-five thousand breakfast tacos a day yeah which is really amazing we're working on a really cool development for them for right now uh that i can't speak of but it's 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 going to be really uh kind of groundbreaking for that that sector of of the world you have a new events facility in austin to go with everything you do in austin and then how's houston and in Houston, uh, we just started construction. We had a lot of, the, the hurricane really delayed us. And then getting through the permit process in Houston because of the hurricanes delayed us. And now we finally have the shells are built and we start the interior finish out last week. So we think in uh, in December, we should be opening up in Houston. For, it's off Kirby, what's that park? Yeah, it's uh, it's called Levy Park. Levy Park. Amazing, uh, amazing park, um, six acres. Uh, it's a public-private partnership. About a seventeen million dollar investment in the park. Um, it's one. Of, it's one of the most amazing parks I've ever been to. Better than any park in New York. Better than Bryant Park in New York. It's really, really cool. And then um, coming soon in the stockyards in September, we have a new Spanish rooftop bar uh, on oh, top gosh. of the new Marriott. That's right. Uh, it'll have, uh, without a doubt, the best view in the city of Fort Worth. We have our, a dedicated elevator on the outside of the hotel. And when you walk out, it's cantilevered out, and the window literally picture frames downtown Fort Worth. It's the highest building in the stockyards. and So it's not open until September? Late September. I mean, is, is it finished enough where you can go up for July 4th fireworks and stand on the roof? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Probably okay. not. But Maybe next year. Maybe next year, <laughs> Next yeah. year. Okay, go ahead and book my reservation for next year. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be um, – that one's really special as well. So uh, – you know, lots going on. It's what about busy. the food festivals? Or is that yeah, food festivals are still doing very uh, Nashville. So Music City Food and Wine uh, comes up in September, and it's uh, the all-in tickets. Are, I think we have a hundred left. Mm-hmm. And if you've never been to the Music City Food and Wine, I know it's not in Texas, but the Saturday night concert is amazing because, as everybody knows, in Nashville there's tons of talent, and uh, my partner is the Kings of Leon. Uh, book the music and it's really really amazing like you couldn't buy a ticket like this and so uh, combining with all the amazing chefs that we bring in from around Mm -hmm. the country it's it's really cool and then of course austin food Food and wine right uh which uh is just you know like a rocket yeah, I've, I've done your cooking class there where you'd have all the those grills. Demo, all the yeah. grill, and, yeah. and, and then we also drink a lot of shots of tequila while we're yeah, grilling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. move things along. <laughs> that's right. And Nashville, of course, Nashville is a great food town because it's got all the great talent and then it's got all the great home cooking tradition too, like Fort Worth does. It's got all the Arnold's and the It's very It's very similar to Fort yeah. Worth in that sense where you have you know things like Angelo's here or like you said, Arnold's there, that same kind of principles where there's really – amazing you know like the loveless cafe and yeah. things like that so i there's a lot of similarities in Fort Worth old and traditions and young geniuses doing a great job 100 percent. and so a lot, a lot of those young genius i started to say you're one of the young now i'd say a lot of those young geniuses started out working for you <laughs> yeah i guess so now yeah what i'll say my hair is the same color as yours but i think <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations on on jamelli you're open for uh, lunch on friday saturday sunday and for dinner 
Tuesday through Sunday? Is that Monday right? through Sunday. Monday through Sunday. So yep. seven nights? Seven nights. Seven nights for dinner. Oh, okay. okay. So lunch three days and dinner seven nights. And Correct. Saturday, the big steak. Saturday, 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 Saturday only is the 42-ounce well, porterhouse. It uh, is big enough to, uh, right, right. you know, but you, you want to divvy it up. I mean, right, right. You know, I mean, one person, one dad could have it for Father's Day, but, you know, just be sure he has a ride home. That's exactly uh, like, right. I mean, you, you know, I It's definitely Instagram worthy. I, I mean, it. <laughs> it's very, very Instagram worthy, and uh, it is one of the prettiest, best steaks we've ever seen in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for bringing this great My pleasure. You know, venue. You and yeah. this and great, uh, thanks for helping us celebrate our two, yeah, million, two, million, two, million, two million plays. Two yeah. million uh, <laughs> listeners right. listening to people talk about Fort Worth food, food and restaurants. And we do this almost every week, and we're thrilled to have you here. Thank you for drawing so much attention to Fort Worth and Fort Worth. Absolutely. Anytime. The, uh, so I guess, Steve, gosh, <laughs> what do we say to two million what one? What do you say? Yeah, two million yeah. one? We probably yeah. have two million one by now. Yeah, yeah. Let's get working on three million. Right. So, yeah, uh, I guess we have to, we have to, well, that's what we're starting to do now. Okay. Yeah, we're starting to count down. All right. Until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. 